it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I have to start with some really bad news. We are losing the Republic. The Republican Party is not, not equipped for fight. It's not equipped for the fight the way the Democrat Party is. And I'll tell you why. I mean, it's, it's, it's very basic. It's very, very basic. If you have two sides of a map with assets and resources, a battle map, if you will, and I mean that politically, I don't mean literally. But using the analogy, the Democrats have at their rear an army of academics. They listen to their air fingers, quote, intellectuals. Some of these people eventually run for office. Many of them don't. They're largely embedded in the law schools of America and the journalism schools of America. Many of them are working as lawyers. Many of them are working as journalists. And then you have, you have the elected officials in the House of Representatives in the Senate. And then you have their pundit class and the media out front on the front lines. But really, behind the scenes, they listen to those people. Those people formulate the complex ideas, or dare I say, the simplicity of the complex ideas for them And then eventually, through a filtration process, it becomes a talking point that is fed through the media. That doesn't happen on the Republican Party, on the Republican side. The establishment of the Republican Party likes its its intellectuals, its authors, its radio hosts, and so forth, just so long as they can eke out the majority. Then they they want nothing to do with it. They want absolutely nothing to do with it. Even when we're dealing with an issue of, for example, immigration, you have some shared desires and outcomes between some Republicans and a lot of Democrats. The Chamber of Commerce wants the cheap labor. The big box stores want the new customers. And the Democrats want new voters and welfare recipients. And instead of listening to the plead, the pleading of intellectuals in the conservative movement, that this is not going to work out well. It's more about Mitch McConnell raising money than it is about hearing the people who are predicting the future. Now, I played for you yesterday. I'm not going to play it again. I told you where we would be in 2014. I played the clip yesterday of me in 2014 telling you where we would be in the not-too-distant future. I'm not the only one. And there are people right now who are telling Republicans the very same thing about where we're going to be five years from now, and they're not listening. So we're losing the Republic. When Chuck Schumer threatened the Supreme Court over an an issue related to abortion, and he stood there with his fist in the ear, we're warning you, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch, you unleashed the whirlwind. The media went meh. Republicans made minor statements and we went on. Chuck Schumer didn't just come up with that. Listen to this very carefully. Play that. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. The plan to expand the Supreme Court was hatched before he made that statement. 
We saw this coming. We warned. Chuck Schumer didn't just randomly make that statement in a moment of passion at a rally. That was just the first glimpse. The academics have been telling the Democrats the way, the way around the process is to expand the court. And what Schumer was doing was laying the primer, telling that crowd that some decision that they disagreed with should justify action against the court. He might have just spoke a little too soon, but if you think they came up with this plan yesterday, haphazardly, you are out of your mind. There's an entire, it's not a true secret society, but secret society of academics who write papers, read papers, review papers, give awards for papers that get placed into the file cabinets of Democrat lawmakers. And when the time is right, they reach into the file cabinet, blow off the dust and say, here's a piece of legislation. How do you think they put together that left-wing wish list of future giveaways to the teachers union in the, in, the, in the COVID relief bill? Or do you think it's always been there? Waiting. Everything that happened during the pandemic, how did it happen so fast? The lockdowns. The lockdowns, the way they happened. The talk of an economic reset. Lawmakers talking about how we're not going back to the way it was. This is about, you know, women and minorities and blah, 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 blah. This is about fair housing. Uh, We're going to have green. These plans were written and battle tested in theoretical courtrooms, staged debates. There's an entire secret society. That's not conspiracy theory. In academia, in the law schools in the journalism schools, in the universities. These people are training. This is their dojo. Republicans don't do this, which is why they get beat just about every time. And no matter how many times we tell them they're going to get beat, they come to us, McConnell, Ryan, look at Boehner now, Liz Cheney. Well, we don't, uh, this happened because of Trump. This didn't, these things aren't, didn't happen because these things were happening long before Trump. So now they want to add four Supreme Court justices, four. They want to add four now. I want you to listen. There's a press conference going on right now. It is one left-wing academic and politician after the other peacocking for the media as if the media didn't know exactly what they were going to say. Mike, who's the first clip? Who was the first speaker? You, you told me we were, went over and I just forgot the guy's name already. Mondaire Jones, right? New York 17th District. That part I remember. This press conference that's going on right now was opened by Representative Mondaire Jones, who spoke in frightening terms and a whole lot of buzzwords. Our democracy depends on expanding the court for women, minorities, and immigrants. I mean, you have to understand these buzzwords are just interchangeable. They're just interchangeable no matter what we're talking about. We could be talking about taxes, health care, social security, whatever it is. They just place these buzzwords in there. And once they place these buzzwords in there, no matter what you're talking about, as long as you say black women, that is the moral shield. That is the Kevlar of your argument, even if it has nothing to do with black women. But I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen to how crafted this language is. Play it. Shamefully, the Roberts court has never struck down a single voter suppression law as unconstitutional. Not a single one. Stop it right there. Stop it right there. The Roberts court 
didn't even strike down a single overreach by secretaries of state, board of election officials, state Supreme Courts, all in violation of Article 2 of the Constitution. The Roberts Court didn't strike down any of these. Keep going. Decisions like these have created a path for the far right to remain in power, despite being roundly and repeatedly rejected by the American people. It is simply a fact that Republican presidential candidates have lost the popular vote in seven of the last eight presidential elections. Stop Yet it right there. Four of the last That's the, but see, notice, no, notice this. He is skipping right past the language of the Constitution. We don't pick the president based on the popular vote. We pick the president based on the Electoral College. The Roberts Court did not weigh in heavily on any of these voting issues regarding the second Article 2 at all. And now, according to Mondaire Jones, any attempt to ensure one voice, one vote through a free legally acquired voter ID is rejected by the majority of the American people. Keep playing. In Supreme Court justices have been appointed by Democratic presidents. So what? So let's be clear. The far right did whatever it could to capture the, the court. The far right. The far right. They invented a non-existent rule to hold open Merrick Garland's seat for 14 months before confirming Neil Gorsuch. Pause again. And they violated their... There's, there's no fake rule. A president, whether on his or her first or last day of office, has the power to make an appointment. There is nothing in the Constitution that orders the, Supreme, the, the, the Senate to take up the confirmation on an acceptable timeline to the Democrats. Keep playing it. Own rule just four years later to confirm Amy Coney Barrett. While an election was already underway, votes were already being tabulated. The far right will now do whatever it the far can right. to maintain the far right. its grip the far on right. power. Today, bolstered by the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett, this court will go further than any other in modern American history to rig our democracy in favor rig of the our far democracy. right and the special interests the far right. that bankroll them. In doing so, the far right conservative majority right. will maintain right. minority rule for right. generations minority to come. Rule. That is, unless we stop them. In his parting words to this nation, the late Congressman John Lewis said, democracy is not a state. It is an act. And each generation must do its part. That is why today we are introducing the Judiciary Act of 2021 to act, to do our part. Our bill is simple. It adds four justices to the U.S. Supreme Court. When those seats are filled, we will finally have a court committed to government by the people. The Constitution, for its part, is clear. When the Supreme Court will not respect the will of the people, Congress has the power and the duty to expand the Supreme Court. And in fact, as you have heard today, Congress has done it seven times before. Expanding the court is not about political parties. Justices John Paul Pause. Stevens and he David He just Su- said the entire part, first part of the speech, which we did, not, we did not air. Again, the far right, the far right. This is not partisanship. Only Joe Biden can... can, can 
literally he's telling you that that they want the Supreme Court to look and function like a second legislature. Why not have 535 judges then? Or a junior varsity and varsity court. You can have 435 junior varsity judges with 100 varsity judges. A, a, a sort of supreme supreme court, if you will. Keep playing it. Justices John Paul Stevens and David Souter were Republicans, and they were appointed by Republican presidents of the United States. They were committed to the rule of law and to the right of everyone in this country to vote. Not so today. Court expansion, then, is about saving our democracy. We're not a democracy. Expanding the court would restore our right to choose the world that we wish to live in. That's we can still to do with the have court. a democracy if we fight for it. And that is precisely well, we what we're doing today through the introduction of this bill. So it's about democracy. It's democracy, our democracy. When was the last time you heard a Republican actually say, this is a republic? Do you want to know what this is like? Do you want to know who these people are? I'll make this very, very, very easy for you. In the music industry, you have singers and you have songwriters. Don't get me wrong. There are some singer-songwriters. But for the most part, what you have are the Diane Warrens of the world, right? Diane Warren is famous for writing movie ballads. One of her most famous songs is I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, recorded by Aerosmith. Aerosmith didn't write that song. I I hate to point this out to country music fans, because I know we have a lot of country music fans in the audience, and I have some of my favorite country singers. But a lot of your favorite country, you look at the credits on their albums. Some of their biggest hits, not written by them. And that includes guys like George Strait. That's not to say he's not extraordinarily talented. I love George Strait. Pure Country is one of my favorite movies of all time. But most of George Strait's most popular songs were not written by George Strait. So you have people like Mondaire who is a performer. The academics are the songwriters. You look at Taylor Swift, most of the stuff she's doing now, not really. You look at most pop singers. They might have one album in them. One hit record. And then to maintain, they bring in songwriters and collaborators. And there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying this is how it works. When you look at pop singers or even rock stars that maintain, you take a look, take a guy like Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy went from having Randy Rhodes to Jake E. Lee to, there was somebody else in there, then Zach Wilde. All of these younger guitarists brought a freshness to Ozzy's brand. If Ozzy just stayed with his original band from 1981, whenever he brought up a Black Sabbath, they probably would have been stuck in the early 80s. That's why you see bands get left behind by trends. It's not to say you don't like them, but something new comes along. So usually artists that have the staying power in some way shapeshift. 
with the trends. Metallica did it with Load and Reload. But really, your favorite pop singers, the standalone pop singer, is usually singing somebody else's material. That's what these Democrats are doing. All of this was written out, verse, chorus. You hear it, the buzzwords, the return to the buzzwords about our democracy. The song should be called About Our Democracy. They're just repeating the verse, the chorus, the reprise, verse, chorus, reprise. Guitar solo, drum intro, breakbeat. It's all just a pop song being written for them by lawyers and activists. And Republicans are losing. Republicans can't even bring themselves to refer to this nation as a republic. They can't even bring themselves to say government education or government health care. They keep falling in the trap and saying public education and public health care. Republicans are losing. Republicans are losing this battle right now. And if Republicans win back the House and Senate in 2022, it'll be by dumb luck and frustration, not better messaging, not least right now. And Mitch McConnell wants nothing to do with the kind of people that would actually arm Republicans with better arguments. Kevin McCarthy sounds pretty good. I'm skeptical. I want to be wrong, but I'm skeptical. Because the recent history of Ryan, Boehner, and the rest of them has been utter failure. This man is literally standing there talking about the Roberts Court. You mean the Roberts Court? that upheld Obamacare against the, actually helped the Democrats fix Obamacare. That sounds real air fingers quote far right by me. But yet this is going to be broadcast and it's going to be broadcast out with very little pushback from Republicans because they are ill-equipped. So we are losing, losing the Republic because the Republican party can't even call this nation a Republic. Serious XMP. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.